0: That was amazing, wasn't it? I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Well, thank you for coming out to the optional Sunday service. That is Sunday night. Nice crowd. Who all brought their Bibles? Oh, wow. (laughs) I had a great message planned. I'm not lying. Maybe I am. But Brother Marlin preached it this morning, so I had to come up with something. I'm just going to wing it. So I'm not. If you have your Bibles, you can open them up to matthew chapter 10 and when you get there you can say amen or hey man sometimes i get bible verses on my phone in the morning times i have some guys that'll text me and sometimes i'll just talk to text and i'll say amen and i'll hit Send, and it says hey man instead of amen so if you're there you can say hey man or amen thank you michelle Matthew chapter 10. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, we love you. Lord, we thank you for this day, God, for this time we have. Lord, I thank you for our praise team, Lord. I just thank you, God, that we have a time. We can just come and worship the creator of the universe, God. I thank you for that, Lord. and pray, God, you just continue to be with us through this service, Lord. I pray, God, that you would just bring this word to life, Lord, and just help us, God, to receive you through this message. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Matthew chapter 10, I titled this message, Do It Yourself. It's not behind me, but I'm just saying do it yourself. <clears throat> you can tell, you know what DIY is? and Do it yourself? Most You can tell people if they're DIY by the tools that they have and the that they carry around with them. I, I believe my daddy is one of those guys because he has like every tool you could think of has like ladders, air compressors, nail guns, tape measures, air lines. He has the the nails, I mean, squares, levels, everything. Back in November, my shed, I got a little shed behind the house. And when it rained, it would start leaking. And the tin was running the wrong way on my shed, so I had to put a new tin on the roof. And I, (laughs) I come out there with like a Sawzall. Daddy come with a drill, like a tape measure, some string. Uh, a skill saw, a level, and I'm like, I thought we were just gonna take that tin off and put a new tin on, but man, he worked me down. It was the day before my birthday, and I woke up at 42 and I could not move. Like my legs hurt so bad. I'm like, nah, Dad, I'm burning the she shed down. So, <laughs> but you can tell by the tools that they carry, and Jesus, Jesus has given us a task to go out, and He's given us the tools also for the job. And we have the Bible, God's Holy Word. God gives us this Bible that we have. If you have a smartphone, we have access to the Bible at any time. And it's kind of like an advantage we have. So we live in the greatest nation in the world, and we live in the best state in the country. Roll Tide, yeah. And, you know, we really do. I joke about that. But like down here in the South, we have more churches than we do red lights. I mean, we're so blessed. We have like a church, if you're not happy here. Like, you could just go down the street, I'm sure, less than a mile and find another one. If you're not happy there, you can go find another one. But we hope you're happy here. But we do. We have all these churches around. And, and I, I love my church. I love this church. I love Brother Marlon. I love our pastor. I love all you guys. And you have been so good to me. And I thank y'all for being a, a church. That's what the church is, is a body of believers. It's, it's you and I. And we get to go out and we get to do this mission work for Jesus. And we can become... Do-it-yourself, people. You might not want me on your team, but we can still go out. But chapter 10, I'm going to read verse 1, and then we're going to scroll all the way down to verse 5. We're going to skip 2, 3, and 4. Verse 1 says, Jesus called his 12 disciples together and gave them authority to cast out evil spirits and to heal every kind of disease and illness. 2 through 4 names all the disciples. Verse 5 says, Jesus sent out his 12 apostles with these instructions. Don't go to the Gentiles or the Samaritans, but only go to the people of Israel, God's lost sheep. Go and announce to them that the kingdom of heaven is near. 8. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cure those with leprosy, and cast out demons. Give as freely as you have received. Don't take any money with you your money belts, no gold, silver, or even copper coins. Don't carry a traveler's bag with a change of clothes and sandals or even a walking stick. Don't hesitate to accept hospitality because those who work deserve to be fed. Whenever you enter a city or village, search for a worthy person and stay in his home until you leave. When you enter the home, give it your blessing. If it turns out to be a worthy home, let your blessing stand. If not, take the blessing back. Sorry. If any household or town refuses to welcome you or listen to your message, shake the dust from your feet as you leave. I tell you the truth, the wicked cities of Sodom and Gomorrah will be better off than such a town on the judgment day. When I first read that, I was like, wow. (laughs) The first thing, this is a big turning point right here because up until this point, the disciples have spent just about every moment with Jesus. They've ate with him. They've walked with him. They've traveled together. They've watched him teach and heal and do all these miracles and all these different things, and they've spent every moment with Jesus. And before you and I can go out and be a do-it-yourself, it's important to spend time with God. It's important to spend time with Jesus. As Brother Marlon said this morning, it's important to read your Bible. That's where we hear from God is really reading our Bibles. And you are talking about setting goals and all uh, last year, I, I started this Bible reading, the one-year Bible plan, and it comes with like a devotion and all, and it gives you the Scripture, and it tells you what these Scriptures are talking about. I'm only 73 days behind schedule, and New Year's is tomorrow. I got this. <laughs> but it is important to get into God's Word and to spend time with God because the disciples never would have been able to do this without spending time with Jesus. They would have had no clue. It's important to spend time with God. And it's important to spend time in prayer. We can also listen to God in prayer. we come to these altars, and we can just hear from God there before we go out and do it ourselves. The second thing, it's time to do it yourself. Verse 8 is what really scares me. Heal the sick. This is Jesus talking. This is the red letters. Heal the sick, raise the dead. Cure those with leprosy and cast out demons. Give as freely as you have received. Amen. I'd have been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, Jesus about got me. Thought <laughs> he was talking to me. <laughs> uh, mm-mm. You want me to do what? I remember one of Brother Mullen's first messages was like, you want me to do what? That's what I would be like. Um, you want me to raise the dead, heal those with leprosy, touch those with diseases, and do all these things, um, um, I tell you what I would do. <laughs> I would freak out. <laughs> uh, I would like, no God, I can't do it. Mm mm, I ain't gonna do it. I don't know if I would say ain't to Jesus, you know, because he would get mad and uh, strike you. But right, but it's it's important to make sure that we go and do it ourselves. This is really scary to me. I asked them earlier, I, I practiced this sermon earlier in my living room with some of the students and all, and I asked them, like, how would you feel if Jesus told you to go and do these things? I mean, for real, I would be like, I can't do this. There's no way I can go and do that. Uh-uh. I can't even talk to a cashier at the marketplace. Uh-uh. I can't do it. And they were like, man, I'd be excited. I'm like, you are high on life. <laughs> and it's good to be that way. And, and another guy said, well, I, I would have to do it because Jesus told me to do it. Like, that's true, but I mean, I, I, would, I would be scared to death. I'm, I don't know how the disciples would do it. And that's the cool thing about being a Christian is going out and doing these things, you know, something just crazy like that. I think in 2019, we should have like crazy goals. Like, I want to get five people that I don't even know and, and lead them to the Lord And this coming up year. Just five. You know, what, what if we all had that goal, just five people? Just God, I just want to find five people, and it's going to be crazy, God, because I, I, I want them to be sick. I don't want them to be in another church or anything, and, and I want to go out, and, and I just want to pray for them, and I want to do my best to show them exactly who you are, and, and, and I'm going to do it all through you, Lord. <laughs> the third thing it says is to take the right tools. He told them to go out. <clears throat> Verse 9, it says, don't take any money. In your money belts. I can do that because I don't have any money. Or a money belt. No gold. don't have that. Silver or even a copper coin. Don't carry a traveler's bag. <laughs> I don't have a traveler's bag. Sorry. Or a change of clothes or sandals or a walking stick. Don't hesitate to accept hospitality because those who work deserve to be fed. He's telling me that to make sure that whenever you go and you begin to start doing yourself, you begin to start showing people exactly who I am because Jesus calls us to go and do things. It may not to be raise dead people because I probably ain't going to hang out at the sanctuary. I mean, the uh, mortuary. That slipped. And I'm not going to go up there and see if I can, you know, like, raise dead people because, oh, (laughs) I'm scared of the dark for one thing. But God is calling us to go and to reach lost people. Because so I know at one time I was not saved. And it's only by God's grace and God's mercy and the church of just continuing to lift me up and say, you can do this. You can. And, man, I fail him every day. Still today, I fail him every day. And I feel like a dog and I have to pray and say, God, forgive me. And the good thing is, is I don't guess I've went over 70 times a day. <laughs> Tough crowd tonight. But the important thing is to make sure that we're setting goals and we're going out and we're trying to tell people and taking the right tools, making sure that I'm not putting my wife or my kids or I'm not relying on my job or my, my home or my pastor or anybody else because we're all people. we will all let each other down. And, and if I begin to start leaning on that, then I'll, I'll put my faith in that instead of having my faith in Jesus. I'll have my faith in, hey, if, if I wear the right clothes, it reminds me of a sermon that Brother Bob preached up here one night, one of the best sermons I've ever heard when he had on the shiny silver suit, and the red hair and all, and just went out and just laid it on them, and nobody got saved. I'd have loved to have seen that. And I was thinking too, if we do Facebook live, um, is there any way we could put like filters on this and see how many people would start? Anyway, But he tells us to take the right tools because if we take the wrong tools, our faith will be in those tools and not have faith in Jesus that is really going to make those dreams come true, make those goals come true because if we begin to start leaning on my wife or my job or anything else, I'll think that's what's carrying me and it's not really Jesus and that's a lie. The final thing, my praise team can come back up. I knew it was going to be short and sweet. That's what I like. Is we can't save the world. God sent His Son over 2,000 years ago. And it was so humbling, you know, to know that God would leave all the splendor and all the glory and all the beauty of heaven to come here and to be born in a manger so that I could be saved. He, he, He would come back as a servant to give me eternal life when I've never done anything at all to deserve it. And I know the only reason is because someone prayed, someone stepped out in faith you know and encouraged me and said hey Jesus loves you and as we go out it's important that we spend time with God and it's important that we go and we tell people about Jesus and encourage people to not give up and to not quit that he loves you that we take the right tools with us we don't take anything that is going to weigh us down or hold us down or maybe give us false hope it's only Jesus, it's only through the power of Jesus. When I read all this, I, I said, Man, how in the world do you do that? How, how do I go and I do all these things? But it all starts in verse 1. It said, Jesus called his 12 disciples together and he gave them authority to cast out all demons and evil spirits and to heal diseases and illnesses. It all starts with Jesus. See, there's this calling. When Jesus begins, you don't know him and he starts to knock at your heart. And that's all you can hear, and your heart begins to beat fast, and you get really scared in your If like, I just wait a few more minutes, this will be over with. But it all starts with a calling. Jesus calls you. And he starts to knock at your heart. He says, Just come. Just come to me. Don't struggle anymore. Don't don't try to do life on your own anymore because you'll wear yourself out, you'll kill yourself. I can give you rest. Then he gives us authority. Once we know Jesus Christ the Savior, as Brother Marlon says, I love it. What, kind of, after 12 years old, he could have knocked him in the head and been over with, but that's not the mission. It's not just me that has to get saved, it's, it's others that I work with, others we go to school with, others that we have the, out in the community with, others that we see at ball games. So those people, they need Jesus. We need Jesus. So I want to encourage you as we go into a time of prayer and open up these altars that we would set some goals for 2019 that are just crazy. Crazy. And that whenever these goals start to come true, we just give glory and honor to God because it's only through Him, it's only our faith in Jesus that can change things and change people. So I'm going to pray and these altars will be open. Heavenly Father, God, we love you. So grateful for this word, Lord. I'm so thankful for this message, God, that you've given us. I pray, God, you would give us strength to go out and to do it ourselves, Lord, to do the work that you're calling us to do, God. And I realize, Lord, that we can't do it on our own. We need you, Lord. We need you more than we've ever needed you, God. To so be in this place tonight. Show us exactly what you have in store for us, Lord God. Give us the courage, Lord, to know that you've called us and you've equipped us to go and do this work that you're calling us to do. So, Lord, we just open up these altars. I pray, God, that there's people that's carrying heavy burdens, Lord, we just we lay them down and we get rid of them before the new year starts, Lord. We ask all this in your name.